Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, I mean, that ruling, when I heard that that had come down... My emotions were immediately awful, you know, just furious. And so I started digging around trying to find out what the law is, what the, what the well, the law and the Supreme Court precedent. And so, you know, I was talking in, the, in our 6 o'clock, half, uh, 6.30 half hour this morning when we first went on, you know, we're in this weird situation where someone like me who wants to play by the rules, who wants to preserve the traditions and the, um, the process that has given us civilization and a very successful society. You know, forget what the Democrats always say. Oh, we, we have a very successful society, and we only keep improving it. Or up until recently, we've, we just keep improving it. And, and increasing the number of people who can uh, participate and engage in the prosperity of of the American dream, and it's a bad day when someone like me thinks, wow, the system is actually being used to game me and, and the responsible people. We're, the courts are probably doing what is right, I guess, to, you know, this is the precedent. The federal government's responsible for this. If you want to change the policy, you got to lobby the Congress or you need to get a new president. And then, of course, we did that when we got Donald Trump. And what happened? Even he wasn't able to make the changes that the American people were crying out for, including a lot of Democrats who said, can you can you please shut off the invasion? And um, I mean, I don't think it was just that people were fighting him. It was like the courts were suddenly very interested in stopping the newly elected president. Nope, 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 nope. We're not going to let you do that. So it's weird to me when the court defers to the executive branch in this case. But if we rewind the tape to back when Donald Trump, I mean, let's just take the uh, the ban on travel that there is an active. I mean, I think it's a bureaucratic effort to shut down a Donald Trump. And, you know, let's say Nikki Haley was the president. I think they'd do it to her, too. I don't think it's just about Donald Trump. Don't fool yourself. They're coming after whoever the Republican is because this is benefiting the Democrats and the bureaucracy. So I'm really torn about this. You know, somebody who's right in the middle of it is my old colleague in the U.S. Senate, 
who was communications director and press secretary for a lot of folks up on the Hill, including uh, U.S. senators, and um, now runs Potomac Strategy Group in Texas, Matt McCoviak. It's been a while since we've talked, Matt. Happy New Year to you. What What's your reaction on the ground to that Supreme Court ruling? What do you think your governor will do? Yeah, good morning, John. Great to be with you again. Yeah. Um, it's... Um you know, the ruling came in a bit of an awkward time. Our governor's in India on a uh, an economic uh, trade mission. Mm. Uh, he's been there about about 24 hours. Of course, you're never not governor. You're never not working. But, right. Um, right. you know, both the uh, Department of Public Safety and, and the governor both said, you know, they're going to keep fighting. This is not – they're not giving in. And, in fact, there's been a technical thing about this, I think, that's not been understood or not mm. been well reported. Um, this is an interim, kind of an interim decision. It's basically a temporary decision by the U.S. Supreme Court. It's it's allowing the uh, concertina wire to be cut while the case gets sent back to the Fifth Circuit, uh, and the Fifth Circuit is has a hearing set for February seventh. So so it's like it's it's like they you know they they can cut it basically and through February seventh. At that point, the Fifth Circuit will take it back up, and presumably they'll have a ruling fairly quickly, given how in, you know important this, this this issue is and how how urgent it is. Um, you know, look, the Texas strategy has been to uh, to do not just one thing, but do everything you possibly can uh, to repel uh, and to secure the border. The, the challenge that the state of Texas has is that um, a certain amount of, of, the, of the physical border of the United States is technically federal territory. It's technically not state territory. Hmm. And this, this, is, this gets, gets uh, to the issue as to why the court may have ruled this way. I'm disappointed that Supreme Court John Roberts who seems to you know never be there when we want him as conservatives and always be there when we don't need him? Yeah, no. um, mm. you know, sided with uh, the liberal majority on this. <clears throat> um, but we're, we're in an interesting you know constitutional question because uh, what the feds are doing is illegal. What the feds are doing is enabling illegality. Um, I, I have not been been comfortable using the word invasion until very recently, but I don't know how you can use any other word given that they're setting monthly records mm-hmm. at this point. And that's real. You, you know, some people oh, have yeah. told me, oh, you're just embellishing. You're the big, big mouth radio guy. And I'm like, you know what? I talked to people. I went to school in Texas. You're a friend of mine. It sounds like that is the truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People don't have any idea, have any idea how bad it is on the border. Huh. Um, I have a border patrol member of my family now, you know, that I, that I talk to. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable hmm. uh, what's going on down there. And these border communities, John, these are not large cities, right? Laredo is a decent city as an international airport. McAllen, you know, you know uh, Eagle Pass, El Paso. Uh, El Paso is a decent-sized city as well. But, but some of these cities, Eagle Pass has like 40,000 people. And, they, and, you know, they're having twenty or 25,000 people enter on a daily basis, you know, in the, in, in the worst days. Yeah. How do I mean, they imagine find- Washington. D.C., you know, a town of a million people or whatever it is, having, having you know, 500,000 people enter the city in one day. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same because it's not on a border, but, you know, it, 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 a city of that size cannot handle 20,000 guests in a month, right. let alone in a day. Right. So it's, it's, it's crushing not just the federal government's ability to process and the state's ability to process. It's crushing uh, local, uh, local government. It's, cr- it's crushing the, their roads. It's crushing their hospitals. It's crushing their schools. Uh, they simply cannot absorb this many people. Um, and so I don't understand what Biden, I mean, I, on some level, I understand what Biden's doing because they want these people in 
and uh, they, they expect them to vote Democratic down the road as, as there's an amnesty or as states or cities allow illegals to vote or, what, or whatever happens, they vote by mail. I mean, that's clearly what they're trying to do medium and long term. The short term risk to what the Biden administration is doing here is immense. Uh, it's not just that this, these are not simply economic migrant, migrants or those seeking asylum from Mexico. The OTM, the, the other Mexican number, is massive. And we now know that more than 100 people on the terrorist watch list have entered the country. And those are the people we know about. Godaways are, 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 are roughly 30 or 35 percent of those who enter the border. I mean, we, this is a ticking time bomb. And it, it, it reminds me of why Trump has the power he has within our party. Because if this issue is one or is number one or number two, it's right up there with inflation, the economy. You know, you look across the field of candidates, some of whom I've liked and, and wished would succeed at different times. But you look at it and you just say, you know, which person is going to do take this the most seriously? Which one is going to actually do something? And while I think DeSantis would have been serious and would have done something, uh, Trump is going to be willing to be more aggressive. He's going to be willing to be more aggressive immediately. Right. Um, and he's and he is going to you know be willing to take the incoming and the blowback and the BS that comes with taking the steps it's going to take to, to, to secure that border and to undo the mess Biden's created over the last three years. Yeah, because clearly the Democrats aren't uh, going to have a kumbaya moment, even if it was Nikki Haley. It, that's just not no. the mindset. So let me ask you about New Hampshire. What do you yeah. think happens today? Yeah, um, New Hampshire and Iowa are very different. It's important you understand uh, the, 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 the kind of the systems in both places. I know you understand this, John. Your listeners may or may not. Iowa's a caucus. It requires organization. You spend several hours at your location. You listen to speeches. Um, it's, it's one day. It's one night. You know, the, the, it happens whether the weather's good or bad. It was horrendous, which, which affected turnout, which affected Haley, which is why I think she finished third narrowly at 19%. New Hampshire's totally different. New Hampshire's an open primary. You can vote on any side you want. They have high participation. They're a highly educated uh, elect, uh, electorate. They take the job very, very, very seriously. Uh, there's the whole joke about, you know, I can't vote for that guy. I've only, I've only met him four times, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Right. I mean, they really have these people in small settings, in, in town halls, uh, in, in, you know, red air diners, and even in homes in their neighborhoods where they really get to know these people over a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to a really plugged-in person this morning uh, about this very question about New Hampshire. Look, I think Trump wins New Hampshire tonight, but it's going to come down to turnout. The overall turnout is going to determine this. If it's in the 300 to 325,000 range, which would be a record, on the Republican side, uh, I think Haley will finish second, but in, in, in the mid to low single digit range. Oh, uh, that low. More, yeah, it could even, it could be more like 10. I mean, we'll mm-hmm. see, you know, the, the polling over the last week has been, you know, it's either close or Trump's up 10 or 15. So who the hell knows? And that's, that's reflected on the wide variations in turnout. Uh, if, if, if the turnout's higher, if it's in the 350 range, uh, you could absolutely see Haley win New Hampshire. And I do think that will change the race. Now, do I think that will mean she's the nominee? No. Because she's going to do that with Democrats and independents coming in, and that's a that's a feature of New Hampshire. It is not a feature of South Carolina, right. of Nevada, which is a caucus state, and of the Super Tuesday states, uh, you know, which are mostly Southern. So, you know, her problem is she she's she even if she wins uh, New Hampshire, it might be a bit of a pyrrhic victory. It'll be short term. She'll get a lot of money, a lot of media attention. But, boy, I think Trump, the chance that Trump uh, drums her out in, in her home state of South Carolina here in three or four weeks uh, as that comes around is, I think, pretty high. He right. has the governor. He has most endorsements in the state. He's been dominant in South Carolina twice. Um, and while she was governor twice, I think I think basically Republican primary of South Carolina would rather have Trump be the nominee than her. But we'll see. Yeah. 
Well, one reason I like talking to you is I know you um, uh, breathe this stuff and look at the data <laughs> very closely based on our experience years ago. So I appreciate that. Real quick, last question. Is Biden actually the nominee or do you think there's a switcheroo coming at some point before the convention or during the convention? Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, you know, one of my favorite, uh, my two favorite uh, sayings in politics both come from Haley Barber. The first is uh, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. But Uh the second is one that relates to this, and that is uh, that in politics, uh, uh, good gets better and bad gets worse. Biden's going to get worse. Yeah. Right. He's not going to get better uh, in terms of his stamina, in terms of his capacity, in terms of his performance. I think in early May uh, or, you know, the the Dems are going to look at this and they may make it make a switch at the convention. They can put Michelle Obama in there, Gavin Newsom or Gretchen Whitmer or someone like that. I think it's a 50 50 chance. Here's the challenge, though, John. They have to figure out what to do with the vice president. Right. And I'm telling you, I don't unless they put her on the Supreme Court or name her Secretary of State. I don't know what they do with her. I really yeah. don't. I don't see a, a, an obvious place for her to go that uh, doesn't make it look like they're dumping the first black vice president per first female uh, vice president. Yeah. So they got a big problem there. Interesting to watch. Matt Makoviak, the president of the Potomac Strategy Group in Texas, my old colleague in the Senate. I always appreciate it. Thanks, Thank Matt. Thank you, buddy. Okay, Take care. Eight forty-eight. We're back with more in a moment here on News Radio WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh. 